Hey, listener, you got beef? Because this is Got Beef, the podcast that cuts deep in the personal and celebrity beefs, fights, and feuds. I am your co-host, Frank, and with me, as always, are my other co-hosts, Mo. Hey! And Jane. Sup? Welcome back, everyone. It's been a minute. Uh, quarantine has been wild. It's been, it's been wild. It's been real. Yeah. Um, it's, I thought that we would be making so much content and it's been the opposite. We've made less content and I don't know how that happened. <laughs> well, it's harder to get together because you're not supposed to be going out and like, you know, seeing these people. So it's, it's difficult. We've still seen each other like every weekend. I know, but that doesn't mean we don't feel guilty about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of do feel guilty about it. Do you guys feel guilty? Just a little bit. Wow. I mean, I haven't really seen anybody that I could get sick, so it's not like I haven't been isolating besides hanging out with you guys. So Yeah, it's literally just been us. Yeah. It's And your favorite uh, cashier at Circle K. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. So... Before we get into the nitty gritty of celebrity beefs, let's catch up a little bit. Oh, God. Because it has, because normally we would have at least gotten together and recorded earlier this week. Mm-hmm. So this is Saturday. Mm-hmm. And you guys will either hear this tonight or Monday. I don't know which we want to do yet. Um, so we didn't get together. So, uh, let's find out what our week's been like for everyone. And, of course, you talk about everything cool that happens. But also, if you have that beef, we got to talk about that beef. Awesome. Very true. Um, I can go. Do, we want, do you want, want me to go? You didn't name names. I was just, just being cash about oh, it. Oh, being just, super cash? Yeah. yeah. Keep it cash. Keep it down. Keep it cash. <laughs> Keep it cash. Keep it down. So, Ow, I just cricked my neck. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> So this week is is interesting. I feel like it went by slow and fast at the same time. Correct. Yeah. And I think it's really it's so hard because <clears throat> there is just no line of delineation between what know, day it is, what day it is, whether you're working or you're not working. And the one thing that like pops in my brain that this feels like it feels like the days between Christmas Day and New Year's Day, mm-hmm. where it's yeah. just Christmas all the time. Yeah, it's yeah, but it's just quarantine all the time. Like it's just sickness <laughs> it's, all the time. It's the holiday gooch. Yeah, it's, <laughs> which that's Doug Benson saying. I I didn't come up with that. I can't claim it. Yeah. Wish it's, I could. It's I just I just don't know how to explain it. Yeah, I, I, it's been very strange, and I feel like. Um, I won't say work is stressful because I think it's it's okay, but mm-hmm. um, you know, as just trying to keep everybody busy and trying to make sure that like we're hitting numbers, we're that hitting we're supposed numbers to. and doing uh, what we need to. Things do. don't yeah. go how they normally go, right. so you feel like you're behind or there's something missing. Yeah, which is how I felt this whole month. Right, like I, I look at my work log and I'm like, I've done nothing, but I've done everything that I can do. Right. Like Tuesdays are my like one of my busiest days. Yeah. And I was mostly done by noon, which is really weird mm-hmm. because there is countless Tuesdays where I've had to stay till like 530 in the office just to catch up because that's when the phone doesn't ring. Yeah. And it's just weird. Also, we all three of us work in areas that deal with other businesses mm-hmm. and some of them are not open right now. You know, we like, haven't. We really have not had too many shut down, right? I mean, we've had we've had chains who have shut individual stores down and right. kind of consolidated, but 
as a whole, I mean, a lot of our, our businesses are still open. So we're very lucky and I'm very thankful for that. It's just, it's just weird because they panic bought for the first two weeks. Yeah. And now they're just kind of filling in holes. So customers whose orders were like $3,000 is only a thousand dollars. So that takes down on time to enter that order and deal with it. And it's yeah. just, it's weird. It is. It's weird. And there's just, there's no boundaries right. anymore. Yeah. I think that's the other thing is I've thought about delineating a couch in our living room as my work couch now. <laughs> and then when I'm done with work, I move to not work couch. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, you know, it's true. And I'll be honest, like, so I ended up setting up a desk in our guest room because the basement was trying to murder me, some sort of mildew mold situation. The same basement we're in now. Right. By the way. Um, but that, it's fine. We're not spending eight hours down exactly. here. Exactly. So. Um, <clears throat> It just was like making my allergies go crazy, which, you know, all basements have some sort of mildewy situation going right. on, um, unless you have a finished basement. So um, it was trying to murder me. So I put a desk up in the the guest room. Well, a folding table, because that's all I could get my hands on. But it works. It, honestly, it kind of looks nice. It does. It, I kind of <laughs> want to leave it. And that's what I was getting at is that. So last night, um, Frank and Mo played D&D with a bunch of our other friends. Whoa, I, whoa, don't be putting us out. I mean, at least me out there like that. Like what? I mean. Frank has a reputation. Yeah. Wait, we, are you mad I said you played D&D or are you mad I said they were your friends? Oh, well. A <laughs> <laughs> oh, bit of both. <laughs> well, I love you guys and I'm not ashamed of it, so... At any rate, so I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do? And I could have come down here and watched TV and like sat on a couch. But instead, I went back into where my office space is and I put a movie on Netflix on my computer screen and painted my nails because I'm just comfortable in there now. Like, it's just that's just my room. Right. It's not so bad that you went back into your office. It's the fact that you still sat at your desk in your office chair to watch the movie. There is a whole ass bed in that room. It's very comfy. Well, no one sleeps in it. It's hard to paint your nails in bed. Like, that's that's not a thing that it's happens. Not, it's hard. You get nail know. polish on the blanket. Then it falls over, and yeah. it's on the mattress. And and then when you were done, you just went to sleep. <laughs> I, I, I heard her say last night, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I, I'm going to go lay down. <laughs> I, uh, I did watch Live PD for about 20 minutes in bed. Um, and it was boring as shit because apparently nobody's committing crimes right now. So yeah, because the that police asked sense. them not to. Yeah, yeah. So I that just, was the secret the whole time. <laughs> you just asked nicely. You just had to ask nicely. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Can you please not commit any crimes? Oh yeah. Oh, you you just had to ask. I, I just I just assumed that I was helping you. Right. I was keeping you in business. Well, yeah. you were keeping me in business. So do you like want my gun? Now, <laughs> My yeah. bad. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take your gun if you want. Oh, yeah, just, here you go. Like, literally, the, the big thing that was going on is somebody called the cops to the park because this guy had, like, I don't know, he has, like, 20 dogs or whatever, but he had this one bigger dog who he had out who was, like, super docile, super sweet dog, like, 20 years old, apparently. Mm. And this other guy was, like, pretending, according to this guy, that he was, that that dog was going to attack him and he was worried and... The guy just tell him, just go. Like, my dog's not doing anything to you. Yeah. But then they had to call the cops because there was this whole altercation. But literally, like, usually you're seeing, like, we found a bunch of drugs or this person is on meth or this was domestic violence. Literally, it was, this guy was meeting to my dog. <laughs> I'd call the cops if somebody was meeting to my dog. <laughs> also, I'm surprised it's not a lot of domestic violence. <laughs> oh, I just choked on my Oh, God. <laughs> 
oh no, this is a bad time to be coughing, bitch. Oh, yeah, I got the Rona. You're going to have to call the cops here for murder. <laughs> Turns out I made her cough because I don't want her talking about no <laughs> abuse going on. Um, wow, Frankie, your hand's around her throat real tight. That's how we hug. <laughs> Domestic abuse, abuse is not a joke. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah, that's it. that's in poor taste. We're sorry. Um <laughs> But yeah, two thirds of us are sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so my I I do have a beef that kind of goes along with all of this. Oh, okay. uh, Which is um, I had to go to the grocery store, like actually out to the grocery store for a full, you know, couple weeks worth of groceries for the first time since about a month ago. I've been kind of ordering little bits and pieces through Instacart and stuff. But I think because everything has gotten so like this is the the peak this is the bad part you know this is where we're really seeing you know a lot of deaths every day in Ohio and so um i think everybody's trying to do that but also people be hood rich right now because we all got our <laughs> got our stimulus checks Amen. the whole country's hood rich <laughs> it's crazy and so i was like all right i'm going to take i'm going to take my lunch and i'm going to go to the grocery store and i'm going to do it before there's too many people out because i didn't think i was that scared to go out in public but it turns out like i'm a little bit nervous about it so i was like let me try and avoid as many people as i can right that was not a thing that happened um, no. And let me tell you why, because I went to the Giant Eagle in Barberton, which if anybody's familiar, you know, Barberton's a little bit ghetto. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Giant Eagle has a state liquor store in it. And everybody who got their money was going to turn up last night because really? they were all walking out with brown paper bags full of liquor. And that is the <laughs> only thing they went to the store for. So this is my beef. My beef is I get it. There's nothing else to do but sit around and drink. I bought beer while I was there, too. Don't just go to the store for liquor. Come on. You know you're going to need some groceries or whatever. Limit the amount of times you got to go to the store. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, I get you got your stimulus check and you want to have a good time. That's fine. Buy some fucking groceries while you're there, too, so you don't have to go back out. Yeah. Are you momming an entire city right now? I am absolutely momming them. <laughs> Does that surprise you at all? No. Yeah. I'm not momming them, but just be respectful. Like, you did not need to swarm that store to get your your bottle of whatever for the night specifically like yeah you could have gotten some other things while you were there and limit the number of times that you had to go into that store well did you see that um our governor had to say basically that in like cities that were bordering other states that they had to start checking the ids and Mm -hmm. if they weren't ohio citizens they had to turn them away (laughs) yeah because Mm -hmm. like pennsylvania um cut off all liquor sales didn't they oh yeah so people from pennsylvania who were on the border and i I don't know if michigan did or not i don't i don't think so but i think indiana was talking about it so people Mm -hmm. were freaking out doesn't that feel like pennsylvania's problem though it does like (laughs) if they buy the liquor in ohio because they're coming into ohio and you ohio's he doesn't want people who aren't following the same social distancing rules that Ohio is to come into Ohio to purchase liquor because it's more cross-contamination. Right. And he doesn't want them buying up all of our liquor. (laughs) That's the real thing. I mean, that is also a concern. (laughs) That's our liquor. (laughs) Well, and I think that he was worried that they would get into the grocery store, like those places that do have state liquor stores. And then like, if they're like, oh, well they have toilet paper or paper towels and all of this other stuff that we don't have at this grocery store. And they tell two friends and they tell two friends. Exactly. So yeah, don't don't just go to the lo- the lotion store. <laughs> that I mean, that's a perfect name for it, the lotion store. <laughs> but don't just go to get your liquor, like whatever. Get drunk in your house. I don't I don't care. Do whatever you want in your house. There's I mean, delivery services for that now. Right. 
you can literally get beer from freaking Pizza Hut. Can you? Yeah. Yeah. You can order six packs with your pizza. Mm-hmm. Since when? Since Have they always had beer? Um, no, it's recent. Yeah, like, I think last so. couple of years. Oh, I think Frank's like. I think I know what we're doing for dinner. <laughs> well, I just he got a twelve pack last night. He doesn't need it. Anymore. That's true. I <laughs> wait. Did you not drink that entire twelve pack last night? No. I'm super proud of you. I listen. If I wanted to, I could have. <laughs> That's why I'm proud of you. But yeah, this needs to be over because getting drunk at home isn't nearly as cool. It's just as, sad. It is a little. <laughs> That's how you get large pizzas. Like, <laughs> no, that was a great night. <laughs> I was so drunk. All right, I have to so, tell that story. Yeah. So backstory. So the three of us plus the rest of our group were out drinking at the club one night, and we overdid it. And we were having a real good time, and we said, fuck it, let's get some pizza. That's the wrong story. That is that's the cool. wrong story. I'm talking oh. about when Brian and I lived in the apartment, and we were all playing Grand Theft Auto. Oh, that's right. Um, I drank an entire bottle of rum in, like, two-ish hours. Um, and I tried to call and order pizza, because I really wanted some JoJo's, and you can't just get JoJo's. And those that don't live in Ohio, JoJo's are potato wedges. Um, I really wanted some. So I called this place, and he asked me for my delivery address. I gave it to him, and he goes, okay, uh, so what do you want? <clears throat> And I was like, I want a large pizza. And he goes, okay, well, uh, what else do you want? And I told him what I wanted. And he goes, okay, so what do you want? And I was like, large pizza. <laughs> I think what he and, was getting, I was like, what do you want on your pizza? Then say that. I was too drunk to deal with that. Well, and also to the rest of us, we can't hear the other side. So we just hear a large pizza. Large pizza. <laughs> And then I can hear them laughing through my headset while we're playing Grand Theft Auto. And I'm like, those motherfuckers. Also, an even more wild aspect of that story now is the fact that you said that you wanted JoJo's. But the story's about you wanting a large pizza. Because Brian wanted the pizza. And if you get... They don't have a medium at Pizza Oven. It's literally... You can get a personal or you can get a large. Mm -hmm. Or that's how it was at this location. And that's all you could get. And a personal's four pieces. Yeah. So we went for a fucking large because it's $10. Delicious. I just wanted some fucking JoJo's. And this motherfucker made me sound stupid. Well, did you have any pizza this week? Yeah, I did. I had pizza this week and it was really good. I had some hungry howies this week. Cool. Yeah. That was mostly a segue for you to talk about. I am talking. Your... I'm talking now. Oh. <laughs> I was just telling you about my week. I had hungry howies. I had way too much pizza. I got a medium pizza to myself and I ate seven pieces of pizza. <laughs> but that's what quarantine does to you. You couldn't muscle through the eighth. No, I, I felt really like, okay, so I ate four and I was like, okay, that's half of this fucking pizza. Like, I need to slow it down. Brian and I were watching Sorcerer's Stone, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, of course. And I'm just sitting there eating pizza. And I'm like, yeah, fuck you, Dudley, shoving the fifth one in my mouth. And I'm like, oh, well, now I've ate five. Might as well eat seven. <laughs> right. Yeah, once you've eaten reach the halfway point of a pizza <laughs> there's no turn you back. have a decision to make <laughs> yeah. and the thing is is like i was i like i sat the pizza down and i was like man i'm still hungry like i mean their pizzas they're large their medium pizza is pretty filling but yeah i was just fucking hungry i had i didn't eat a lot on sunday so and then i picked it back up n- not even just thinking about it and mindlessly put the sixth piece in my, piece in my mouth and i'm like well fuck <laughs> <laughs> We like last night we got hamburger station, which is a so local good. it's a local version of White Castle, where they just have these little slider burgers and they have fresh cut fries mm-hmm. and onion rings and stuff. 
But we got a family pack, which is 12 of those burgers. Oh, my God. And two fries and our mozzarella stick. Those mozzarella sticks were something special, though. I wish we had taken a picture. Yeah, that's true. But we ate everything but two burgers. Oh, my God. I had six. Jane had four. (laughs) And it was so good. That's fine. And then, when did we get Chinese? Was that Uh, earlier this week? Monday, Tuesday? I think it was Monday. Monday we got Chinese, and Jane accidentally ordered an extra thing of rice for mine. And I don't know why I was like, I haven't had fried rice in a while. Just put both rices in with my general so chicken. I ate the whole thing. I was miserable. Yeah. I had... So, a quart and a pint of rice. Oh, my God. Plus I, a large portion of general so's. Yeah. I don't know how much and rice... And I've had Chinese from that place with you guys before, and that's a... That's a fucking lot of food. This was a different one. Oh, yeah, it got, wasn't China House? No, we got House no. of Hunan because China House is closed. So. Yeah. I, I tried a new Chinese place, too. I Well, it wasn't new, but I only went there for the buffet. We ordered... Uh, I ordered Chinese food on Saturday night or Sunday night, one of the nights, mm. and I got Buffet Dynasty, like their actual food. Oh. It was so good. Like, and their general so's, you can choose the amount of spiciness you want in it. So they have, uh, they have a my or a medium spicy, mild, and super spicy, and I got the medium spicy, and yeah. it was perfect. I will say, so House of Hunan is a place we used to eat all the time when we were in college because they would they have had a lunch buffet. Yeah, they would have a lunch buffet, and you can't beat Chinese buffet prices. Like it well, was like five dollars. Yeah, this was a lunch, and they don't they didn't have a spread like usual Chinese buffets. It was like six things. Yeah. But goddamn, were those six things the only things that we wanted? It was. It was literally sweet and sour chicken, uh, um, General Tso's chicken, rice, uh, egg maybe, rolls, maybe some noodles. Yeah, I mean, it was nothing. But their General Tso's is hands down my favorite General Tso's ever. Mm-hmm. But that being said, I think they made it spicier, and I couldn't quite eat it. <laughs> That's fair. That happens. General Tso's. It's really hit or miss depending on where you go. Yeah. But I do have a beef for this week. So okay. if you guys would like to hear that. I would love to hear your beef. Okay, thanks. Um, so Are you sure you don't want to talk about more pizza that you ate? Or- no, because I didn't have any more pizza. <laughs> I didn't have Dairy Queen yesterday. But anyways, um, so my beef this week is with Dak Prescott. Uh-huh. Um, because I guess he said in an interview that he can't support his family on... Pulling up the picture. Um, he said, I can't support my family with only $34 million. Huh? Yeah. So I said, okay, sir, do you want to switch places? Because I can show you how it's done. You can have my $31,000 a year, and I'll take your $34 million a year. I'm actually kind of jelly of your $31,000. Is there any chance that any of that was a hint of sarcasm or anything? That was just... Um, you know, I don't know. Um, I looked for the article... But um, nowhere, everywhere took it down. So I'm assuming that his lawyers got involved mm-hmm. because he was getting a lot of shit. Yeah. Um, so the only place that had it up because they don't give a fuck was NFL memes. Oh. <laughs> so I. The hottest source. <laughs> well, I had seen it posted on uh, on CBS Sports. Oh, okay. And I just I just never clicked on the article. Yeah. And it said, uh, what Dak Prescott says will surprise you or something like that. It's like a clickbait. Right. So, um it just it rubbed me the wrong way because well, I'm pretty yeah. sure this guy yeah. came from nothing. Like, try to support your family on what you made in college well, or also, in high school. 
Fuck you. You have people who are out on the front lines of this crap who work in fast food and groceries Groceries. and all of that crap. And they are making like eight, nine bucks an hour, Mm -hmm. you know, and you're going to come out with that. Right now? Yes. Not even even that big a picture. You can go so much closer to him and say that the staff that he works with. Exactly. His trainers, the equipment staff, all of those people are currently making fucking nada. Because there's no football going on. Right. They're not training. They're not having practices. Mm-hmm. They're having like these virtual get togethers or something. But so they're making nothing. The people that work with you every day of the season. Yep. And you have no perspective on that. And you're bitching about $34 million. Yeah. Fuck you, Dak Prescott. I mean, at least the NBA, like, players came out and donated money to the staff and, and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Mark Cuban said that they wouldn't have to work, like, the Mavs staff wouldn't have to worry. Yeah. Because he's going to pay, he's going to continue to pay their salaries. Right. Which, I fucking love Mark Cuban and I always have. I mean, yeah, he's the cooler of the I fuckers just, that are um, billions in this country but yeah. uh, <laughs> i just i just feel like out of everybody who has that amount of money he has the closest indication of what it's like out there now yeah he understands and he actually tries to help yeah deck prescott is new money right like he what last season i think signed that new contract yep and he's trying to re-up it again yeah and that pisses me off so much be fucking grateful nobody you could have not got picked at all well, no. And also, you're not that good. Right. <laughs> like, no other team would have given you that money. No. So It no. sounds like he um, overspent already, like, assumed he was going to be, uh, you know, this multimillionaire. And, so and you know what? Yeah. yeah. That's on him. Yeah. You fucked yourself. Yeah. Sell a house. Maybe you shouldn't <laughs> be buying avocado toast. <laughs> you motherfucker. That's the real root of the evil. <laughs> avocado toast. Like, I knew I didn't like Dak Prescott, but that was just like the icing on the cake. Yeah. He's a mother... I hate him. Well, he's also a place for the Cowboys. And nobody likes Cowboys. That's. I know somebody likes Cowboys, but he's a bitch too, so... No. Uh, my beef this week is also in the realm of the NFL, but much closer to home. So, oh, no, I know what it is. So, <laughs> the Browns, even though there is no season currently, they have found yet another way to still disappoint their fans. <laughs> they released, quote unquote, and I'm doing the hardest air quotes possible right now, <laughs> new uniforms. <laughs> have Have you seen these, Jane? Uh, no, because I don't care about the Browns. They're n- no, have yeah, you? Yeah, they're just not good. They're the exact. And I mean, I've I've looked. I looked at pictures of the uniforms that they wore in 2014, 2015, and I looked at these. They are the exact same uniform. There's nothing different. There's nothing different. Aside from maybe the Nike swoosh on them now. Yeah. Which I don't think they, they had back then. They have the 1948 or whatever the year the Browns were. Inside the collar. Mm-hmm. So you can't even see that. That's just for the players. Well, yeah. And Brian and I um, were watching because he kept sending me videos to watch because he was working. He kept sending me videos for him to watch later of like the Browns players unpacking these jerseys. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> he sent me Odell Beckham's and he was just silently taking them out and looking at them and setting them on the table. And I was like, 
oh no i mean you could <laughs> you could see by his facial expression that he was putting on an excited face and he, like was, he did the what the fuck the, the orange justice or whatever mm-hmm. the dance is he did that at the end of it which i guess meant i like these uh and all the players so far have said that they liked him, but they're also doing a better job at being millionaire football players than Dak Prescott and pretending yeah. like everything's okay <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> because they make so much money. Right. But it just, I don't mind the old style. You know, there are teams like the Cowboys and the Steelers and the Packers that have had the same uniforms for 30 years, it feels like. And they don't change them. And that's fine. But if you're going to go back to something, put some sort of new flair on it. Exactly. Like, or I, just don't call them new. Well, my other favorite team are the Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. And when they came out with their new uniforms a few years ago, I was ecstatic. Because it does look like old uniforms. But they have a new font that goes with it. And they've kind of updated it some. And that's what I hoped from the Browns. But no, they couldn't do that. They paid someone. They paid someone real money, not Monopoly money. (laughs) They paid someone a lot of real money to come up with these uniforms. And what they did was they went to their on this day on the Facebook page for the team (laughs) and a picture popped up and they said, let's just do that again. I'm pulling up the picture for you to look at. You can tell it's the exact same. The only thing they changed, they changed the color rush jersey. I I will have no idea whether this looks like... That looks like a uniform. Yeah, I, it I, looks the exact same. You don't remember what they look like? <coughs> I, I don't care about the Browns. Yes, but as a Steelers fan, you still had to see those uniforms twice, twice a year. <laughs> it's cute that you think I paid attention to the other team. <laughs> you, you have a weird way of watching football like Mo reads in her head. <laughs> Stop talking about it. <laughs> so we... That's pretty much the end of my beef. Just <laughs> the uniform. I, I don't mind the old design. I just wish that there was something more to them. And then actually, I think they kind of ruined the color rush a little bit. Like, I think they got rid of the stripes on the sleeves. And also, that's weird. Don't call them New Jerseys because they're not new. When you everybody opened them up, they're like, oh, yeah, they're going back to the old style. They're not new. Don't call them new. Just say Browns are using throwback jerseys this year. Like, even if they went further back. Right. Like somebody, some people thought that they were going to have long sleeves on their jerseys again. And I was like, fuck? I was like, I don't think that's in the guidelines, but that would be cool, I guess. Here is the honest truth: is that no jersey that the Browns came out with was going to look good because they have the world's worst colors. You know what people were worried yeah. about, though? There were no orange pants. That's what people were really upset about because they were hoping so that. I don't, they look so much more iconic in my mind, but apparently it was only for one season, mm-hmm. and it was when the Browns had Brian Sype, their yep. quarterback, and they wore the orange helmets, classic orange helmets, classic brown jerseys, and the brown or the orange pants. I love the orange pants, which I think is maybe the best combination that they have for that uniform. <laughs> and yeah, they didn't do that. Although they do have brown pants with the white away jersey, which I do like more than all white. I, I like that more than all white, too, but I yeah. just wish that they threw orange pants in. Yeah, orange pants would have been cool. Orange pants would have looked really good with the white jerseys. And an actual logo would have yeah. been cool, too. Not just a fucking helmet. Yeah. Brian really thought they were going back with the elf. Yeah, elf or dog. Either the, one. I would have really liked the dog, especially yeah. for Swagger. R.I.P. We miss you, best boy. Yeah. I still don't get the elf. Why an elf? 
I don't know. Because okay. we're, the, we're the merry men. I don't fucking know. I'm just, it's what? I'm just throwing shit out there. <laughs> I, I, I had an idea. It works on two levels. One, they're the Browns. So, and this isn't going where you think it's going. Totally non-racist way. So, they're the Browns oh, after God. the owner. But what if their logo was like a silhouette of Jim Brown, like mid-football move? Like, yeah. They're that's... the Cleveland Browns, and that's just their logo. Right. And that would be... And the greatest honored. player that's ever played for the Browns. Yeah. And, and maybe football in general, people say. Yeah. That would be a great nod to the past. But no. You fucked it. We got to call GV Art right now. GV Art? Yeah, because they make all those t-shirts and sometimes oh, yeah. sometimes oh, yeah. it catches on. Yeah, that's true. That's a good shout out. Yeah. Hey, hey, GV Art. <laughs> we love you. Have it's lots fun. of shirts. Yeah, we like, your, we like your stuff. I especially like your uh, Christmas ale hoodie. Nope, that's, <laughs> that's homage. Oh, that's homage. Oh. Never mind. Just kidding, GV Art. We don't like anything you do. <laughs> I love... Damn. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Like, it's the opposite of a shout-out, but we also took the shout-out back in a way. No, no, no. Shout-out to Homage. I'm still shouting out Quarantine's wild. I like GBR. So, to backtrack a second, because my beef was done, we have to go back and touch on... So, we had a very interesting conversation before we started the mics. We were talking about how you hear things in your mind and how you read. Your inner monologue. Yeah. And Jane and I revealed that... It, our inner monologues are just our own voices just talking to us. Yeah, mine's Mo- not. Moe's isn't. Uh, and maybe there are people out there that are like Mo, but we have to know. So mine is, there. there's definitely a voice there that helps me connect like the dots, basically. But there's no specific gender. There's no, I can't really tell what it is. There's no like uh identifying features to the voice it's not my voice um but also if i'm thinking like if i'm walking up to somebody and i'm going to say hi to them i literally see the word hi in my mind like how it's spelled i don't i don't i don't know it doesn't say it in my head like i literally see it but like if i'm like having like if i'm sitting there thinking about something mm-hmm. it will like if i'm reading in my mind or like reading a book or something yeah. the voice will We'll talk, but... So, do you see the words in your mind at that point? Yeah. Still? But I also hear them. Does that help? But you're also looking at the words. Yes. But, like, if I'm walking up and I'm, like, thinking really hard, like, what I'm going to say to Jane or something, like, I just walk up and say, hey, good morning, I see hey, good morning in my brain. Yeah, you see hey. hmm Wow. It's wild. Yeah, that is... That's how I, it's always been. I mean, I don't want to... It's wild to hear it. But I can't help but think that you're not the only one that maybe I don't, I don't has it like that. I don't know. Our brains are all maybe my brain is broken. But in the most fascinating way. <laughs> like, I, I'm genu- I'm not weirded out. I'm not I don't I'm not judging you for no, it. I'm literally fascinated I don't know. that this is how and it's also something that we don't think about on the regular. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, it just happens. Right. And there are people that it doesn't happen to. Right. There are people that don't have inner monologues. Like, they don't see or hear anything. It's just fucking empty up there. Yeah. Which blows my mind. I mean, it's evident in other ways. Right. But not in this way. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, if I'm just sitting here having a conversation with you. Yeah. I don't, I don't hear anything. Like, it just turns off, basically. Does that make sense? E- I mean, yeah. Because you should be, so you're active listening. 
Yeah. Instead of passive listening, which is okay. you're, you can hear that we're talking. But not really paying attention to it. Yeah. But okay. you're thinking about what you're going to say next in response. Right. So like, or even like if I'm like reading a text message, I literally see the words in my brain. But also on the screen. Mm-hmm. So huh. like. <laughs> I, I don't know how, like I can I don't know I don't know it's not like a photogenic memory but like sometimes all the words get kind of smashed up so I can not really remember exactly what it said but it's still present in my brain what it looked like I almost find that more strange than the scene than like you going to then talk to someone seeing it on the page she's seeing it in her mind also yeah yeah huh I don't know it's always been like that, though. That's why I've always, like, I've had, like, a high a high reading level and stuff when I was, like, in school and stuff, and I assumed it was because of how my brain worked. That could be. I don't know. It's fucking weird. Please reach out to us. And <laughs> I want to know if there are other people out there that, that are like this. Because I don't think it's only Mo. I, it can't be only Mo. It could be only Mo. It could. Well, but I don't think it is. <laughs> and also, I think it kind of attributes to the way that I learn things the best way, too. I'm a very visual learner. Yeah. I have to, like, if I learn something new at work, I have to watch somebody else do it first before I can do it. Right. Because I have to memorize, or I have to see those steps in my brain. That makes sense. But, like, the way that your brain does it would make sense if you were learning how to read. But knowing how to read already and still looking at the words in your brain that's wild yeah. yeah like i physically my brain is just like hey is it's here it's h-e-y huh it's weird so we've talked about our beef <laughs> <laughs> and our brains and, and a, our brains and a bunch of other stuff like please it i i know that there are at least three of you that listen to this podcast every week please let us know how you read and your inner monologue i have to know how other people are if you're if you're mo's or if you're jane's yep did jane describe hers well i think he he said that he and i are both the same where we just hear it in our head in our voices yeah because i um when this first started there was someone that i um had commented on an article that somebody shared and was like, yeah, there's like, I don't have an inner monologue. And that is what fascinates me the most. Yeah. Because sometimes that bitch don't shut up up there and I can't sleep because of her. Oh, yeah. Mine's constantly going. Like, it, inevitably, every time I shower, I play out a whole scenario in my head. Like, I can see it. I hear it. Right. I make up their side. I make up my side. And it never ends well. Like, I don't know Or why. even when I'm, like, even the when I'm watching you TV. visualizing. Like, literally just scenarios playing out. Okay. And I can never make the scenarios end well. My, my brain does it, too. Yeah. And I think that speaks to our anxiety levels. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, I, yes, it does. Everybody has arguments in their head or goes over old arguments in their head and saying, oh, I should have said that. I never do that, though. It's yeah. always new ones. It's always, what if he had said this instead of this? If I go over an old one. But never, um, oh, you know what would have been good to say? Would have been good to say, fuck your mama or something. I don't know. Oh, I always think of the best insults <laughs> afterwards. Mm-mm. 
I think maybe it's because I generally save my best stuff during arguments. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I'm just that good at it. It could be. I'm too non-confrontational, I think, to come up with new things to say because I'd be like, no, that really pissed that person off. Well, you know who's not non-confrontational? Who's that? These celebrities. Talking about their beef this week. So, we have three stories and three celebrities that have hot beef. I love hot beef. That's my favorite type of beef. First up. While appearing on the segment on the show First Take this week discussing whether or not Tom Brady could lead the Buccaneers to the top of their division, ex-NFL wide receiver Brandon Marshall took the opportunity to offer his opinions on the New Orleans Saints. His quote, New Orleans Saints, Sean Payton, Sean Payton continues to hurt his team. How do you have Drew Brees, Mike T, Mike Thomas, uh, Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram a couple years ago, you have a defense that goes from crap the first half of the season to one of the most elite defenses we've ever seen, and you lose in the playoffs two years back-to-back, New Orleans is done. Do we think that he has... Do we think there's beef there? Duh. I mean... I mean... There's beef on his side. Yeah. I don't think it's mutual. Do we have beef? I don't have beef. I mean... Do I have beef with him saying it or? Beef with the beef. Yes. Because there have been multiple controversial calls in their last games of the season that I think could have turned the game around. If those didn't happen. In the Saints' favor. Okay. I have no idea because I don't follow the foosballs that well. But from what I read in the article. <laughs> the foosball. The foosball. Is the devil. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it sounds like he basically got kicked off the team because of bad performance or poor performance. He was on the Saints for about a month. And yeah, got cut from the team. And it sounds like he's basically just using his new platform as a commentator or whatever you would call what he's doing. He wants to be a commentator. So he's kind of cutting his teeth, guesting on this stuff. Okay. So at any rate, he's using this new platform that he has to basically get back at the team that cut him and didn't play him. He's so, like a disgruntled employee. Exactly. So no. No beef. I don't have beef or he doesn't have beef or they don't have beef. I don't know who is beef you're asking about. Like, do we think that his beef has foundation? Sure. No, his beef doesn't have any foundation. I mean, no. I, I mean, I get being mad he didn't play or whatever, but I don't know. I guess that's, I mean. Take the knock on the chin and move well, on. Yeah. I mean, eventually in your professional career, you're going to stop playing football. Like it's going to happen. Right. You got to be able to deal with that. Now for him. Well, yeah. e- either it's on your own accord or you get cut from a team and you just don't get picked up again. Yeah. Or you get hurt. Um, I'm going to say yes. And trying to go from it from an unbiased point of view, because I do not like the Saints. I follow two teams in the NFL that have quite possibly the worst luck in the world when it comes to playing the game of football. Yeah. They have had heartbreaking games where they've been this close to winning and they fuck it up or it gets fucked up for them. Yep. So being a fan of two teams like that, I never at the end of those games where there's a bad call or something do I blame them? Because I know that if we had done everything that we should have done the entire game, 
it should not have come down to that one call. And I think the Saints have to do that, and the fans have to do that for their team. There is no, there is a reason why you didn't completely play the game that you should have played that led you to being one play away from losing that game. I think that there is a point to be made, though, that it's okay that those games were that close, and that's what was the turning point in the game because it's the playoffs. You're literally playing the best teams in the NFL at that point. I mean, you have a point, but you are also one of the best teams to have made it there. And so it's just like... It's just like you would kick yourself for something like that, where like, you know, you know, if you had done something, you know, five years ago, you wouldn't be in the place you are today. Just like, you know, you would kick yourself for that. No, you got to kick yourself for not playing a better game and you can't blame the ref for every loss that you have. I don't know if they necessarily are. That's just what I was saying that. No, that is a common, that fan base is very much like, we've been fucked over and the, the refs have huh. it out for us. Well, that's and, just the fan base. That's not the team themselves coming out and saying that, right? Um, I think Sean Payton believes that as well. Oh. I think Sean Payton was very vocal in getting the rule changes that we got this past season with the um, officiating on defensive backs and right. the late hits and the and now you can call... You can challenge pass interference. pass interference and stuff. He's very instrumental in getting that done. Which I think is is a good thing, though, because there are times when they do get it wrong. I mean, they are I mean, referees are professional. They're trained to do their job the best that they can, but they're human and they make mistakes. Yeah, but that would also be my reasoning for the flip side. Flip side of that is that there will never be a point in time where they will get it a hundred percent correct. We can do what we can to make sure they get it more correct, right? But there's always going to be that stuff. That's fair. So I think that that team and that fan base needs to look at themselves and look at what other things they could have done that kept them from being in those scenarios. And there was no fucking offensive shove off in that end zone. Suck my dick, Saints fans. <laughs> Yeah. Skull Vikings. Not that. <laughs> Go Steelers. No, it doesn't really have a team. Um, Go Browns. <laughs> <laughs> and Saints. I like the Dolphins too, but they always suck. And she's also wearing a Carolina Panther shirt. <laughs> I, I bought it because the color was pretty. She it also makes... roots for the Bengals too. <laughs> That's because my husband does and it gets really hard not to. I only bought this shirt because it makes my eyes look nice. <laughs> so, uh, we do not have beef. I'm outvoted with yeah, that first story. fucking right you are. No beef. Uh, second story. According to page six, <laughs> what? Nothing. Nothing. Move on. Keep going. I mouthed to Mo. I was like, that's because I didn't understand what you were asking. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I don't know. I was trying to come up with like, I'm like, what are we doing in this segment? Do they have beef foundation? Is that the question that we're asking? <laughs> that's what I understood. Like the kind you put on your face? No, the kind that like holds up something, like an argument. Or like a house. I, I just, usually we're just like, do we agree or not agree? And then you were like, do they have beef? And I'm like, I thought so. That's what the whole podcast is about. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do that. We'll go back to that. Do you agree or disagree with this beef? Okay. No. No. Jane. No. So yes. You're, you're still outvoted. Okay. So. Still outvoted. Fuck you. Wait. I'm still, whatever. <laughs> it's it's over. It's over. I 
I don't agree that he should have beef with the team. Is that what we're asking? Yes. Yeah. So you're still no. So you think he should have beef with the team? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Moving on. Story number two. It only gets harder from here. Probably not. It's all the same. (laughs) According to page six, Selena Gomez is suing a mobile game for using her likeness without her permission. They say the 27-year-old singer alleges that the game Close Forever Styling Game based one of its characters on her without ever asking for her permission, according to Variety, which first spotted the lawsuit. The game's app store lists, uh, the game's app store listing advertises that users can interact with the most beautiful models and celebrities. The likes of Kardashian, Gigi, Beyonce, Taylor, and more will be dropping by and asking for your fashion advice. It offers in-app purchases for digital clothes and jewelry ranging from $0.99 all the way up to $100. So, like, every other app in the world. Yeah, but this one sounds a lot more predatory. It's kind of like the um, Keeping Up with the Kardashians game. Yeah, Yeah, the one where you're, like, you're Kim Kardashian's personal assistant or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and... So I, I read that article and I what I understood is is that Selena Gomez is very particular about what she allows her likeness or image or sponsorship yeah. to be. Which is very smart on her part. Yeah. Yeah. So and I sent the pictures. We've all looked at the picture. It fucking looks like her. Mm-hmm. Like it it's her. It it, it is. <laughs> so, uh do we agree with Selena Gomez's beef? Yes. Yeah, I mean, here is my thing. I agree with her beef so much in that I hope that she's suing just to have her likeness removed and not suing for money, unless she's going to take that money and give it back to the people who have purchased things in that game. Because you, unless. Do, you do not need more money, Selena Gomez. And if it's a money grab, then I don't agree. But I, I don't think that that's what she's doing, because I think she's done this before and she's just sued to have her likeness taken out. Yeah. And any, I think any money spent on her likeness... Well, I I don't know if there's really a way at this point to get people their money back. I don't know either. Load it back on their iTunes. Well, but you wouldn't know who spent money specifically on, you know what I mean? So what I think the best that we can hope for happening is that her winning her lawsuit means that other celebrities, other people who maybe have had their likenesses used without their permission can also sue. And then this company loses all their money and then the game gets shut down. Just, I I don't know. There's there's a line. There's a there's a parody line. You know what I mean? Like where you can take somebody else's artistic property, but if you make it a parody, then it's okay. And I think there's a line of where you can make something sort of look like someone, Mm. but you can't. I mean, the thing is, is they used an image, like an outfit and an image that is like dead on for the cover of a magazine she was on. Right. You could have made a vaguely, you know, Hispanic sort of young pop young star pop looking star. and that probably would have been okay because right. you can't like specifically say oh that's definitely selena gomez yeah. but when you put like her no in- that's galena somez exactly <laughs> that's what i was gonna say but that but the one that popped in my mind was shayler twift, <laughs> <laughs> shayler twift. But yeah when you put her in an exact outfit that she wore on the cover like just be a little more clever about it like make the outfit pink <laughs> yeah yeah something uh, yes, I also agree with her beef. That's 100% her, and they 
yeah, if you don't want your likeness being used, you don't get to use it without permission. Right. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Last story. And finally, according to People Magazine, celebrity fashion designer Michael Costello, which is anyone familiar with him? Nope. No, me neither. Has taken to his Instagram to call out an unnamed client for not acknowledging his call for help in making face masks for the public and medical industry. Here's what his Insta post said. Remember how every time you needed a dress, I would instantly drop everything to prioritize you? I would stop all of my projects to make you something special last minute, sometimes even within the same day. Now I ask you for help to give back to the community, yet you leave me on scene. So now, you don't need a dress because we're all stuck in our living rooms with nowhere to go. Just know that I will always remember the night I asked you for a little help and you left me on scene. The next time you need my help, just don't feel bad when I pretend pretend like I didn't see your message either. XO, XO, Gossip girl. XO, petty bitch. <laughs> Gossip girl. That's how they would sign off on Gossip Girl. It'd be XOXO. Gossip Girl. Oh. <laughs> What's this guy's name? Uh, Michael, Michael Costello. Costello. So he he and a lot of other fashion designers have uh, started making masks mm-hmm. uh, to both donate and sell. Right. Which he's doing, uh, I think, for every one mask that gets purchased, he donates to. Correct. So, and he enlisted, he... Uh, helps out celebrities of all, like actresses, singers, uh, influencers. And he reached out to a lot of the people that he's worked with, asking them to promote what he's doing. I don't know if he asked them to like physically make a mask or anything. I'm thinking he may have asked them to donate money so that they can continue. This is what I'm thinking. That so yeah. that they can continue to donate those two for everyone they make. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, it sounds like he had the vast majority and maybe just one person did not reply at all. So he was speaking directly to the person. He has not named who that person is, but he has beef with them not helping in this time. So do we agree with his beef? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't like the way he went about it, but I would also have the same beef. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't like that. He, blast the person on social media because I don't think that that's the grown up thing to do but I understand why he's feeling the way that he's feeling because he dropped literally everything and put other money making things on the back burner because this one person needed something also I just looked up who he was talking about and people are, are speculating it's Katy Perry oh really Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. so if that changes anything for you guys I don't know but I don't think it can because we don't know that that's true yeah right. I mean, I was going to ask you guys who you thought it would be. Like, if you thought that if he works with actresses, singers, and influencers, influencers, which field do you think it's more likely? I would have thought it was more likely to be like an influencer that... Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Well, it's either that or the person who runs Project Runway. Because that's where he was... Uh, Heidi Klum? Yeah. No. Because that's where he was, um, where he got his notoriety from. Gotcha. Um, I, I, there are things that I wish I knew about this that would help me say yes or no. Like, I'd like to know how long it was left on scene because, especially if they're asking for financial help, 
people who have that much money don't really make their own money decisions. They have a financial advisor and who they have to talk to before they say yes to things like that. So yeah. how how long did he, you know, did you make this post the same night? Did you give him 24 hours to respond? I, I don't know those things. So if I knew those things, it would be easier for me to say yes. I think that we, I think that we can safely assume a couple things. One is that he waited to post this until literally everyone else that he reached out to yeah. had responded. And because he specifically keeps pointing out that he was left on scene means that they didn't even respond no. They just didn't respond at all. Yeah. Which even if you have to move around money to make something work, you can still be like, hey, this sounds great. Let me look into what I can. You can something. still respond. Yeah. That's fair. I um, did. Did Was there date? Was there a date that that was posted? Uh, probably in the actual article. Yeah. Okay. Because it, I, I just looked him up to see. Mm. Um, he turned his factory to produce masks on March 27th. Okay. So if I'm assuming if it was date or if it was posted recently, he probably asked them before he completely converted his factory. Mm-hmm. At any rate, I feel like anybody who can do anything at this point to help people, you should. Um, and, and maybe you're doing something elsewhere and that doesn't mean you have to do that, but you could at least respond and say, Hey, you know, I'm allocating these resources to something else. So yes, he has beef. Did he, did it necessitate what he did? No, probably not. You don't need to go. I mean, at least he called himself a petty bitch and he knows he was being petty. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I am going to say that, yeah, I, I agree with this beef. It in this time, it one of the reasons why <laughs> we as a society allow people to amass so much wealth is because when shit gets tough and shit hits the fan, you're supposed to be there to be, you know, a philanthropist in that time, yeah, right? And you're supposed to kind of give some of that back to the people that have allowed you to reach this point. Like, where's Tony Stark when you need him? Exactly. So, yeah. And especially if it is just donating some money. Like, it doesn't have to be millions. It just has to be something to help this one person get this one idea off the ground. And, yeah, I think you probably owe them some. So, yeah, whoever this is. Regardless if it's Katy Perry, Heidi Klum, whoever. Uh, yeah, you should have responded and you should do something to help them out. Agree. Even if you've helped out like five other people. Yeah. Especially, yeah, I, I feel like this person, the way that he's describing it, definitely owes him one or two. Yeah, so. if that's true. Yeah. I, I have to put a <laughs> caveat on that. <laughs> This person provides a service. It's not like they did them a favor. Obviously, they were paying them for their their work. So we hope. I, I'm sure that they are. <laughs> I know. So that's that's a little bit of a gray area for me because if you're willing to pay for the service and that person stops what they're doing because you're going to pay and you're going to pay good, right? I don't think that's so much a favor. That's a transaction. No, I I do agree with you. In in his field, there is a high level of clout chasing. Right. So whether, even if he did it for free, 
it's still understood in that field that you're doing this because it'll get you to other right. work and it'll promote yourself. Right. So, no, I, I could agree with that. He still has beef, though. Yes. Yeah, there's still definitely beef. Absolute. Absolute beef. So, shout out to you. <laughs> it's like absolute zero. It's, Brandon it's, Marshall, Selena Gomez, and Michael Costello. Got beef is in your corner. Uh, got beef isn't in Brandon Marshall's corner. We voted we, against. We voted no. You yeah. voted yes. Oh, Brandon. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, fuck <laughs> you, Brandon Marshall. <laughs> In my mind, the words Michael Costello show up. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, I'm not making fun of you. I'm. It's a callback. Making fun of me. It's a callback. And making fun of her. All right, fine. Go fuck yourself, Brandon Marshall. <laughs> You're cool, Selena Gomez and Michael Costello. Got beef out. No, we not out. We still got segments. That's true. Yeah. Move two. I'm doing questionable beef this week. Whoa. Whoa. What? <laughs> and for my first questionable beef, I made a question that's just a, it's a heck of a tongue teaser. Sort of. Yes. But the idea is good. <laughs> yes. So the, the question is, what we said was lies you told yourself that you didn't know were lies. But what we're really saying is, during this quarantine, what has come to light that you thought you would do if you had more time or whatever, but suddenly it turns out that you just don't want to? Or just, you're just a lazy piece of shit, <laughs> which is really <laughs> what it turns out to. Yeah. So, Mo. Um, my, well, I don't have anything that I would dedicate more time to because I already know that I'm a lazy piece of shit and it's not going to work <laughs> out. Um. I always told myself that I was tired all the time because I was getting up at six, going to work, getting home at seven, making dinner, and I just had no time to unwind and not be sleepy. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking lie. I'm just, I'm just a tired bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I slept from midnight until like nine thirty this morning, and I am exhausted still. I could go for another twelve hours. I same. Uh, Jane woke me up at about 10 a.m. And as we uh, discussed earlier, I was also up with you until that time. Yeah. So, and yeah. I, I fell asleep probably 15 minutes after our session ended last night. Mm-hmm. Like, I there was I was still in bed because I played Dungeons & Dragons in bed last night. Yeah. And I, t- <laughs> I messaged Frankie privately at like 11 o'clock and I was like, I'm tired as fuck. <laughs> I... I think that I've, at least for me, I think I've always been that way, though. Because I know that in grade school, I was the hardest person in the world to wake up for school. Like, my parents would come in and wake me up, and I would just immediately go back to sleep, and they'd have to rush back into my room, and then, you know, yell at me. (laughs) (laughs) And then I went back to sleep. (laughs) And it wasn't even that I was the hardest person to wake up. I was nasty. I was not a nice person if you woke me up. Yeah. Like, my mom, or Brian, actually, recently, I was like, okay, wake me up in like an hour. I'm just going to take a quick nap. And he woke me up. And I was like, if you don't leave me the fuck alone, we're getting a divorce. <laughs> I'm just not nice. I'm just a sleepy bitch. I can't help it. I I will say I'm very thankful to be working at home because, as noted earlier, allergies be, like, crazy. Crazy. And I have not been able to breathe. So I've been waking up for like two, three hours in the middle of the night. So I have been sleeping till like 8 a.m. Like as late as I can on some of those days. That being said, I've never really 
had trouble getting up. I've always kind of been a morning person. Like, I don't like doing it, but I can do it. Yeah. I don't like getting up unless I'm on vacation. That is a good time to get up. Yeah. I can't get up. Frankie's not a morning person. I I mean, I, I'm not... I'm not mean in the morning. You're just if anything, not a morning person. I'm just very quiet in the morning. You're groggy. As Jane and I have discussed in the past before. <laughs> it's like Frank took three Ambien before he went to bed. It's so funny because after 14 years, almost 15 years, I still have to ask some mornings like, are, are you okay? Yeah. Are you mad? <laughs> and then whenever, no matter what, no matter what mood you're in, whenever someone asks you if you're mad or if you're upset. It upsets you. Slightly upset at that point. <laughs> because you're annoyed because after 15 years, I don't understand that you're just tired. But I, when I see other people just get, just get out of bed, like their alarm goes off, they turn off the alarm, they grab their phone, their glasses, whatever, and then just get out of bed. Yeah. That blows my mind. My husband is a psychopath because that is him. His alarm goes off. He doesn't lay in bed and look at Facebook for a couple minutes or anything just to kind of like get awake. He's up and in the bathroom brushing his teeth, using the bathroom, coming out and sitting on the couch. And then, yeah. And then they get a psychopath. And then they get a cup of coffee and they drink that cup of coffee. (laughs) And then they're just awake. No. Like they're just like awake and can do things. Boomer, my cat woke me up at 730 for food this morning. So I went out and I fed him. I laid back down on the couch and I fell asleep. And then Brian comes out and he looks at me and goes, you want to, do you want to go lay in bed? And I was like. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I just didn't want to wake you up. Because I know once you're up, you're up. <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. a sleepy bitch. It's- no, that's good. I mean, you know what? This is this is the kind of beauty of all of this is we're all really getting to know ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. So- I don't like it, though. I don't like who I am. Well. <laughs> if anything, I've considered the nuclear option on our own country just the best idea at this point. <laughs> Or at least just my house. (laughs) Wow. You guys are morbid. So, Frank, what's your lie that you tell yourself? My lie has always been... also a sleepy bitch. (laughs) And I have... I was unemployed and out of school for about a year uh, before I got this job. And even then, the lie that I told myself was, because I have this free time, I'm going to read books, and write scripts. Now, I told myself, hey, I'm at home all the time. You know, not everyone's working every second of their workday, so I can kind of multitask a little bit. So during this time, I'm going to work, but I'm also going to read some books and write some scripts. Guess how much I've done of either? <laughs> None. Zero. And I also really probably don't plan on doing it, even if this goes for another year, because <laughs> I just can't get into that headspace. <laughs> like, I I have a book that I got for Christmas, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I've been so excited and looking forward to reading this book. I read it in parts at Barnes & Noble when we would go in, because I was so interested in this book. I have it now. It sits next to me on the couch. I don't have to get up and get it if I feel in the mood to read it. And I haven't touched it. I haven't touched it once. Yep. I've done the same thing because I got I got a book by the same author. Yeah. I've really wanted. I got it for Christmas. It's out on my bookshelf since Christmas. Yeah. I um 
I like to read, but I almost exclusively only like to read young adult fiction. Yeah, right. I do too. <laughs> and so until the new like Hunger Games or whatever comes out, which I think is pretty soon, it comes out the end of this year, I think. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. will not be reading anything. <laughs> I forgot that there was actual Hunger I thought you were talking like the new kind of Hunger Games. No, there type. is a new book. Yeah. But even that too, like some sort of massive, like, like the, the books I've read are like, in the last 10 years or more. Like I'm looking at them. Harry so behind Potter. you, yeah. I see Harry Potter, uh-huh. um, the Vampire Academy books, uh-huh. Hunger Games. Uh-huh. Uh, did you actually read that copy of Divergent that's sitting I on there? I started it. Okay. Oh, but it's so good. <laughs> um, but no, that's probably another series I should look at. But those are the books that I read. Yeah. I also read Twilight at a sad point in my life. Yeah, sad point. I still don't obsess over Twilight. What? I didn't just send you a Twilight video yet. I mean, it was literally a sad point in my life. My grandma was dying. Oh. (laughs) Um, So I actually made a mistake. So I get, I thought you meant like a sad point. Like it was sad that you read it. Well, I knew that too. Yeah, it was both. It was both. Better both. I actually, I actually kicked like regret not reading Harry Potter sooner because I had the choice between getting the entire Twilight series or the Harry Potter series for Christmas. And I chose Twilight series because I was into vampires. Well, Twilight was big when you were yeah. in like middle school, high yeah. school too. I, was, I think yeah. I was in sixth grade. Yeah. No, we got Harry in Potter that. wasn't even finished yet. Like the entire series. Like mm-hmm. I think that like either Half-Blood Prince had just come out or Deathly Hollows the book had just come out. It might have been because I think the last book came out when we were just finishing up high school. Like 2006. No, we were out. Were we? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so because yeah. Well, Deathly Hollows is the last book, so I guess we could always look at the... Yeah. Excuse me, what the publishing date was. <laughs> um, yeah, I think even Half-Blood Prince came out after we graduated. Because I, so? I, I think know so. the movie did, but I thought the book came out long before that. Mm-hmm. Maybe. You know what? No, because I'm almost certain we were still in high school because I remember my friends going to Barnes and Noble. Uh, Ooh, you know what? Yeah. Because I remember yeah. going to you're the man now dog.com, <laughs> which was the OG meme site, and they were making memes about the twist or the spoiler yeah. of Half Blood Prince. Well, um, Deathly Hollows came out July 21st, 2007. Okay. So, so the book series wasn't even finished yet when I decided between, and I think that's why I chose not. To do Harry Potter because I didn't want to wait. So we were out of high school, but not not far. Not too much. Yeah, yeah, it was about a year. That's awesome. So how man, how fast did Twilight get written? Because I'm looking right now. I they might have been sort of coming out at the same time. So the first one, um, the first book came out October 5th, 2005, and it was yeah. steady about a year after. <laughs> so, um. It was, oh, wait, no, that's the movie for Eclipse, I'm pretty sure. Oh. Um, okay, so the originally published was uh, October 2005, and then, come on, come on. Twilight's as old as our relationship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 2007, 2008. Two, or 2006, 2007, 2008. And it's aged about as well. Yeah. And um, I was told that Eclipse was the last book. So, oh, yeah, it's not the last. I know, book. and I didn't read uh, Breaking Dawn until I was in high school because I thought that Eclipse was the last book. <laughs> that would have been a weird ending. Yeah, I know. I was pissed. <laughs> I was like, I spent all the time on this book. 
I mean, I guess it could have been the ending because the end of Eclipse is right where she opens her eyes and like she's a vampire, right? Right. I suppose you could have filled in the blanks from there. Wait, is it? Yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because Breaking Dawn is all about them meeting and getting ready for the Volturi uh-huh. and all that stuff and trying to recruit those people. Yeah. Mm. Remember that twist in the fucking movie? I was so mad. That was my favorite movie of all the movies. (laughs) I literally looked at Brian and I was like, that didn't fucking happen. I literally, I I was sitting in theater and it happened. It was happening. And I looked to my left and there was Jane and my mother-in-law and they were just shocked. And based on that, I turned around and looked at the rest of the theater, which was packed. And they were all like that. And I was like, (gasps) yes, that didn't happen. You mean? Brian's like, yes, but like I, the only thing that really upset me is that it was Carlisle. I don't give a shit about it. Well, here's else. the thing is that could have happened. Oh, it could have. Because totally. what they were doing was showing Alice's vision that she shows to the Volturi that t- t- tells them if this they have is, a fight. Yeah. Right. Th- it's not going to end well. The the story itself does not go into the detail of what happens in that vision other than he sees enough to say, we're not going to fight. Is, yeah, this isn't yeah. going to end well. So. They took some artistic liberty, but they really weren't that far off. I mean, obviously, there was going to be casualties on either side. Right. And this is now turned so, into a deep dive into I Twilight. will not be reading those books if I do read during this time. <laughs> I think they're worth it. Uh, no. Yeah. I, Jane's told me enough. I've minus, read enough. Minus I've, Sun and Moon or whatever the, the one's called where their roles are switched. And it's... Uh, oh, Midnight Bo, Sun? Which Bo as a be? boy. Oh, what? Yeah, it it literally Stephanie Meyer came out with another book and it's Twilight and it's called like Moon and Sun or something weird like that where it's instead of a Bella it's a Bo, but Bo is Bella basically as a boy I and gathered, yeah. Edith instead of Edward. Oh, I thought you might have been talking about what she never released, oh, which the Midnight was Sun. Yeah, which yeah. I read, started to read oh, that, it's called and Life I, and Death, and I loved it, and then people had to ruin it by leaking it, so now she's never going to release it. Yeah. But no, that it was, I read it and I was like, this is horrible. I can't take him seriously because his name is fucking Bo. Okay, anyways, enough so about Twilight. I, <laughs> I might write something. I don't know. It's been a minute. I guess it depends on how creative we get with the podcast. You know what you should write? Do it. What? Twilight from Edward's perspective. I'm good. <laughs> uh, no one will read it because it might be decent. <laughs> I'd read it. It doesn't matter if it has Twilight or Harry Potter on it. I will read it. That's why I read The Fucking Cursed Child. Uh, Don't do it. I also, I started reading that, did not finish it. Oh, it's so bad. You told me enough about Cursed Child that I refused to read it. You both did. And I was like, nope, that's not Harry Potter. I I was pretty okay until until the trolley witch. (laughs) I was okay until Cedric Diggory was a fucking Death Eater. That does not happen. Yeah, that was, that was wild. No. So, um, yeah, I have, I have hopes I'll at least read the one book. And then once I start reading, I can get into it. Like, it's, it's like when we were watching Mad Men. Like, I didn't want to start watching Mad Men. <laughs> but then once we got a couple episodes in and got into the world, I was uh, like, okay. But no. we never finished it. We no. never finished Mad Men. So. Uh-uh. Brian yeah. and I got like three seasons in and we looked at each other and was like, I don't like this. <laughs> oh, we liked it. We did like it. Um, so yeah. Uh, maybe it'll happen, but it has not happened yet. So that was a big old fucking lie. So my lie that I've told myself is, so <laughs> I have just a real bad habit of just buying all of this food to, to make. We have a, uh, we have a um, dinner subscription box and mm-hmm. I've been doing pretty good about cooking dinner and doing all that. 
But, you know, every once in a while I'd be like, I'm not effing cooking because life is stupid. But my my thought process was always, well, you're just tired. You know, you worked a long day. You went to the gym. You know, it was stressful. You're just tired. Mm. We ordered dinner at least three times this week so far. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also ordered Starbucks twice. I <laughs> for breakfast, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, once was for breakfast. Once was just because I wanted coffee in the afternoon. Uh, we also ordered Hamburger Station last night. Yesterday, we ordered... Well, we I, I did pick up lunch, but... Oh, uh, well, that's true. Yeah. But we, we did eat out for all three meals. <laughs> Even breakfast? Yeah. Oh, Because yeah. we got Starbucks for breakfast. We got oh. breakfast, sandwich, and coffee. Okay. Taco Bell, and then, yeah. So the lie that I tell myself is that I, I'm just too tired to cook or I'm just too stressed to cook or, you know, I just I just need that time to unwind. But what's really the truth is I'm just lazy. I'm yeah. lazy and I don't want to cook. And even more so, I don't want to do dishes. That's the thing is like if I could have like paper pots and pans, my life would be 10 times easier. <laughs> like it would be because you'd just burn your house down because everything would be on fire. Like, Shut up, bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> and some of you may be listening to this and be like, Oh, well, you have a husband that could rectify some of that. And I could. It doesn't, though. But I also am just lazy. Brian and and I have strict rules in the household, too. (laughs) Like, he takes the trash out and he deals with the bugs and all that. And in turn, I'll Does he deal with the bugs, though? He does. (laughs) Unless I'm there. Then I (laughs) I deal with the bugs. Well, he got mad at me one time because there was a spider and I started laughing because the way that he went around it. And I was like, I was like, oh, it's already dead. And he goes, well, you know what? That's fine. And like, got mad at me. (laughs) He didn't realize that it was already dead because Boomer had killed it. So I guess in reality, Boomer takes care of our bugs. (laughs) I'd come back. <laughs> Adorable side story. Olena, our cat, and I hunted a bug together this morning. Yeah. Oh, did you? Did we you pick did. her up? No. Um, so I was moving her. Um, she has a, a, a plastic pad that I put under her her dish because she likes to knock she's her water heathen. everywhere and her food everywhere. She's yeah. a fucking heathen. And for whatever reason, bugs just really like to like hang out under there. Not like a mm. lot of them, but like a spider or you know something It's because like it's that. dark. Right. So every time I pick it up, I know there's going to be a spider or something. This time, I, I don't know what it was. It was some sort of spider ant mix. It had more legs than an ant, Ugh. but it wasn't quite a spider. I don't know. It was creepy. Ugh. But <laughs> she and I were both on the floor trying to find it and kill it. And it was adorable. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I think another part of it, too, is that inevitably, we, you and I are very fickle people when Mm -hmm. it comes to what we're in the mood for to eat yeah and because we get paid every two weeks we buy food for two weeks Mm -hmm. and you just don't know what you're actually gonna want when the time comes right and so you know i'll have these subscription boxes and i have to pick the dinners like several weeks in advance yeah and sometimes you know like this week, some weeks are really fun and interesting. And this week's box was just kind of bland. Like it was chicken and potatoes and steak and potatoes. And, and pasta. It just, and yeah, it just wasn't very exciting. Well, and, and you might be in the mood for pork chops two weeks ago. Right. Right. And that's, I think that's what happened. Brian and I got one of those for free. And I was like, oh man, this sounds amazing. I'm going to make Swedish meatballs. And then it came and I was like, eh, yeah. I don't think I want meatballs. <laughs> Do you want to get Taco Bell? Yeah. And and so there's a combination lazy and a combination. I just I like I like having food made for me. I like like eating out. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so if I could like run Taco Bell out of my house, that would be really cool because that's like my favorite fast food restaurant. And that's the one I go to the most because I know that I can get away for under $20 for both of us. I mean, if those places could have a meal subscription. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, where, if where anybody does s- it, it's fucking Taco Bell and I'd be down. <laughs> where you can just have it set up that they bring these meals on these days. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, they brought those cantina bowls back and now you get chips and nacho cheese with it too. Mm-hmm. So good. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. They got rid of my burritos though. Yeah, the new burritos. We don't have to fight. What was that? The potato? The The potato. The potato? (laughs) Yeah, they have one that's called like a potato. And it's like a potato burrito. It's a potato that's never been called potato. I don't know. It's something weird. It's like, (laughs) how do you combine burrito and potato in one? A potato. Trito. Potrito. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what I, I don't called. think you can, which is why it's not a thing. Burtato. Burtato. That's why I'm like that's the hot potato from no, Mr. Hero. No, Brian ordered it once and it was literally a burrito and it had like the uh, Fiesta potatoes they in it. Well, there's a, a grilled, like, a there's grilled, a loaded griller yeah. that has. Oh, maybe that's potato it. Oh, it's not called a potato. <laughs> I thought that's what it was called. <laughs> But anyway, no. Yeah. Now you're making fun of me. So, yes. <laughs> so those are our, you know, lies that we t- have told ourselves. And, and it could be quarantine related or it could just be things that you've realized about yourself in uh, real life. But we'll we'll post it someplace, Twitter or Facebook or both. Yeah. And both. and we'll have you all vote and we'll 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 read some of them. Not vote. We'll have you all tell us what they are and we'll read some of them in the next episode. Mm-hmm. See. 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 So we're putting a new ending on the episodes during quarantine uh so because we're not really doing anything uh it's hard to plug things and also we we have laughs during the episode but it's also generally just bitching about the state of the world as it is right now <laughs> right so mo uh wanted to put a more positive note at the end of the episodes i did um i wanted to end the episodes with um some good news some good things that are going on in the world right now um and this week this one um i cried when i read the headline because i'm a baby but um it is a um a 99 year old man who decided to raise money for the um britain's national health service or as it's called the nhs yeah um so it says here that the 99 year old veteran he's a veteran too guys a veteran, like, <laughs> raised $11 million and counting. And this is in U.S. dollars because it's a U.S. site that posted this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and counting for health services by getting his steps in. Um, Tom Moore, who turns 100 on April 30th, uh, began a challenge last Thursday. So this was posted about a week and a half ago. So he's been doing this for a couple weeks. Uh, to raise money for Britain's National Health Service by walking 10 laps each day in his garden in northern England. Uh, the British war veteran known as Captain Tom uh, has the time, has at the time of writing, so writing the article has raised nearly 9 million pounds over, it's pounds in yeah. England, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it just had the sign on it. It didn't yeah. have the... Okay. <laughs> Over $11 million. You're doing good. Thanks. From 45,000 donors. So basically, all this this cute little old man does is walk 10 laps in his garden every single day, and people pay for it. And he is out there doing what he does and doing it the best. 
And like, this is adorably good news. But all I'm thinking in my head is that this man who's almost 100 years old can get off his ass and go walk 10 <laughs> laps in his garden to raise $11 million. And I'm just sitting on my couch eating the Taco Bell I ordered because I can't bring myself to cook dinner. All right. So- to be fair, though, English gardens are like the size of this room. So right. let's not give and- him too much credit. Well, He's no, a hundred. Also, he had a partial hip replacement and his daughter told him to help it and have his body take it and to get out there instead of because he can't do physical therapy right now because right. the hospitals are over. So he's basically a cyborg right now. If I were a cyborg, I could do it. Um, his daughter uh, named Hannah encouraged uh, him to turn his daily exercises into a challenge that could help raise funds. Um, more. His name on Twitter is at Captain Tom Moore, in case you want to follow it, and that's M-O-O-R-E, has now more than 48,000 followers on Twitter. Wow. uh, And she's, his daughter Hannah runs it for him and said that he was floored by the donations. Moore was floored. Does it say how you can donate? Um, I'm looking for that now. According to Ingram which is his daughter. He is just really impressed and grateful to the British public for their generosity. Um, Captain Tom doesn't play it on slowing down. He says he hopes to do another 100 laps. That's adorable. I love him. I'm looking for it now. Oh, there's a video of him. That's okay. If you can't find it right the second, we will post it in case yeah. anybody's interested in donating. I mean, I understand it's another country. Maybe we should be helping our own peoples. But let's be honest. This is this is a situation the whole world is in. So let's just help yeah, humans as humans. It's exactly. a pandemic for a yeah. reason. It, even if you can't help local hospitals here or you don't know how, always reach out to the hospitals or to the doctors and see if there's anything you can do. Even if it's just if you're in line at Subway, buy the nurse or doctor in front of you lunch because they're tired. Or anybody, really. It doesn't have to be a nurse or a doctor. Just spread some some love because everybody could use it right now. Absolutely. Um, I'll post his Instagram or his uh, Twitter on Facebook and we can post it on Instagram. Um, I said there that his Twitter had uh, the link to donate. Awesome. So Yeah, we will do that. He's so sweet looking. <laughs> I love him. Mo has a real soft spot for yeah. elderly people, which I do as well. Um, I don't. don't cry as much as she does. <laughs> <laughs> I cry so much. <laughs> uh, but look how cute he is. I, I guess he is we'll, very cute. We'll post a picture. We'll also post yeah. that. <laughs> that uh, I mean, to be fair, if you've seen one almost 100-year-old man, you've seen them all. He's even wearing his uh, war medals <laughs> and ribbons. He is. So I think that about wraps up this episode. Um, thank you to everyone that has listened and continues to listen. Um, we have a handful of people that I know personally that listen to every episode. And this is now the fourth podcast that I've done and never before have I had that. So (laughs) that actually, actually means a lot. So thank you to everyone that listens to every episode. Thank you to everyone that's ever listened. Uh, keep listening. And we will continue to appreciate you. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Got Beef Pod or Got Beef Podcast. Send us emails if, I don't know, if you don't want to use social media to tell us about the the weird way that you talk to yourself or <laughs> the lies that you've told yourself. You want to use email. GotBeefPod at gmail.com. And you can find us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. And until next time, join us again where we're going to ask the question, got beef. <laughs>